What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of We Don't Know Her. I'm Katie. And it's your girl, Christy. And this is our final episode of 2021. Tis. It's... What a wild ride. The year that went by, I feel like, so fast. It was like four months long. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know. The last like year and a half has been like four months and also five years in the same time. But 2021, I think, hit different, you know? Because like 2020 so had officially ended, but then just carried over into 2021. It was fatigue. a true... Did you just say it was a true progression? No. I feel like I heard it in my head, and then I was about to say it out loud, but... It was. It mm. was a true progression this year. So mm-hmm. it's probably why it felt like it was 30 seconds long. Yeah, I feel like it was very much so the, you know, after you cry really hard and you're just like really exhausted and you just want to sleep, I think that was the entire 2021 after 2020. And everyone thought that it was going to be miraculously like quote unquote back to normal. You and I knew that it would not. And we were right. And here we are again, kind of going back into a lockdown-ish of sorts. But... um yeah. You know, we're not, you know, we're not going to talk about COVID. This this episode is our diamonds of the year, so it's all the good things that happened uh for us for the podcast. A little we tried to find some things that happened good for everyone. They were more bright spots, I guess you could say. You know, I think um I don't know, just really major growth points I think for a lot of people, including ourselves, and we want to just wrap up the year and end on a good note looking at our progress, see how far we've come, see how far the world has come, mm-hmm. perhaps. And yeah, just leave on a lighter note. There's the holidays. We just finished the holidays. And they were a little dark, you know, as per usual. It was a weird, it's a weird year. It's yeah. definitely a weird year um, for both of us. It's not the norm. We, I guess with that, we'll kind of, we'll go right into our catch up. So our catch-up is that the holidays overall were good. I don't want to be negative. We, you know, there was definitely some good things that happened uh, overall for both of us. And I don't think that there's any year that's really good or bad, you know? Right. Like, even the years that we remember and we idolize, you can always find a lot of really terrible things that happened that year, too. So I think it's, we just like to try to end the year on a more positive note. And, and what good can we take out of this year, even in the years that maybe there wasn't a lot you know, collectively. It's like more like reflecting, I think, right. on, on the growth points. Right. I think that's a more accurate way to describe how we view the end of the year and, you know, the, the beginning of a new year. We kind of, we don't really, we haven't really looked at past years, like you said, as good or bad. Um, I mean, maybe in our younger days, but recently I think that it's really been about taking a look at the year as a whole and the takeaways, the lessons that you've learned, how you've grown, how other people around you have grown um so yeah. those types of things like last the year right and last year we at the end of the year we kind of went into you know our first episode of the year was talking about the uh that we were no longer going to do new year's resolutions and it was a kind of the opposite the antithesis mm-hmm. of that and i think that now we're we're moving on we're not we're not even focused on that because being present is all about like being in right now and talking about what you can take with you from what just happened and we're not going to sit here and project uh we did a little bit of manifesting but i'm not going to be we're not doing the new year's resolution thing over here so this episode um it'll be fun it'll be light for the most part it'll be heartwarming i'm sure and before we do that let's get into the catch-up now so (laughs) i you know i think that for our catch-up, really, we both... Um, we're this, going through some loss. Yeah. We're both grieving. 
Um, my, I had mentioned before that ironically, if you listen to this podcast, you might have known a couple of episodes ago that I said some things about my family and that uh, were not well perceived. And then following that, I mentioned on another episode that I was n- not really speaking to my family any longer. And uh, fast forward, now we're through the holidays, we still have not spoken. So I guess I'm officially like estranged from my family. And that it's hard I mean obviously but I think that for anyone listening to this if you just imagine and I know it's really hard for some of you listening to imagine uh being estranged from your family but if you imagine any relationship that maybe you had a friendship a romantic one anything that that wasn't healthy for you and that was one-sided uh major like for the majority and you remove yourself from that relationship it is, yes, you're going to miss the good times, but it's not a tragic loss. It's not a, um, I I feel like this is what's best. It's very painful. It's very hard. But it, obviously, I, I'm in a position where if they're okay not speaking to me, then I'm going to be okay not speaking to them is, is, is the gist of it. It wasn't my choice, but I will be, I will be fine with it. And I feel confident in, um, in standing by my truth and uh, standing by what I said and, I said what I said. Yeah. I mean, I there's obviously much more context to it that yeah. we can't yeah. really explain. Yeah. So, but the gist of it is exactly that. You know, we talk about all the time having to make hard decisions that mm-hmm. are they're made because they're what's best for us after not for lack of trying. You know right. what I mean? Like it's not as though we are running away and abandoning abandoning the situation just for the ease of it. It's, you know, you've put work into the relationship no matter what kind of relationship it is, family, friends, like you said, it's it spans across every type of relationship. If you put effort into it and it becomes unhealthy for both of you, then a decision has to be made because otherwise the alternative is just to keep living in this loop of miscommunications and misunderstandings and like grudges. You know, it's just a vicious cycle. So at some point, something has to be done, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, sometimes that means severing the relationship altogether, whether it's your choice or just by the circumstance. And, you know, the hard part is the aftermath of that, is how to then, it's it's kind of a microcosm of what Casey was talking about with 2020 and 2021, you know? Right. Like, something really destructive happens, and then afterwards, you really have no choice but to kind of pick up the pieces Take with you what you can, what you can use and learn from, and then move on. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the only way to move on. You can't just stay grasping onto the past, hoping that it's going to change when no one does anything. That's just not physically possible. So, um, you know, all of this wraps up so well together because it applies to everything. You know, if you listened to the episode last week with Casey, I mean, I can't, express enough like how whenever we talk to her it's just so refreshing and yeah it just makes you feel empowered in a way and it just puts perspective on things like that that I think are really useful and can be really useful especially around the holidays because although we wish everybody a good holiday season that's not the case for everybody no and it's when you're forced to be with your families we've talked about the before things come up and and you know this can be tricky and we knew even like Casey said and we knew ourselves that um you know Venus is retrograde and and with that comes uh the ending of some relationships the beginning of some 
and just focusing on them yeah, yeah. and and listen you know it would be re- very easy to um to dwell on the sadness of it but that's uh, that's just not really how I am as my therapist says I deal with sadness differently I don't know what that means but I I do and and I'm just not somebody who's going to um it is what it is. That being said, I had a great holiday with Ricky's family. We, um, I saw everyone was in town and everyone was there. It was great. Um, we had our first Christmas in our house. It was really nice. Um, and overall, I honestly, all things considered, especially, um, had a had a really good holiday. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, on the grief level of it all and everything else, um, we're in the same position. So now, if you want to give everyone, um, you know, my catch up, your fun catch up, yeah. Well, I will probably go into more detail about this later when I've had some time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm dealing with a loss of a pet. And the decision to make that choice and make, you know, I guess the events leading up to the decision is what I'm trying to say. Again, it's the ending of a relationship. It's completely different circumstances, but there are still very similar lessons with dealing with this um you know like between our situations where it's like it wasn't for lack of trying you know having to make the decision to end this relationship so to speak it was what is best for both of us you know there's no pain there's no suffering and um you know it was the natural progression so again like I said I'll probably go into more detail about it because it has you know dealing with the loss of somebody very close to me is I'm just in such a different space. Like I haven't lost anybody in this way um, in a very long time, I guess it feels like. So, you know, all of these lessons that I've learned thus far really came into play and are still in play as I'm dealing with the aftermath of the death. You know, it's like questioning my spirituality. Well, not questioning it, but really exploring my spirituality behind all this. And that changes how I'm processing the grief, if that makes sense. You know, in the past, I would be very liable to try to deal with all of this on my own, not ask for help from anybody, probably not really talk about it, maybe maybe here and there to like my close friends. But ultimately, I know that the old version of me would try to take all of this on alone because I would feel like I had to. Um, I I was just kind of oblivious in a sense to how much love and care is around me and the people that I have in my life. So now dealing with this grief, I'm very cognizant of the fact that I have people that I can lean on and I'm going to use them if I need to. You know, like I'm I'm not going to be scared to ask for help. I'm not going to feel like I need to burden or carry this burden with me alone. And that is one of the major takeaways that I've come to today. You know, this it's been not even a day, I guess. I guess it's been 24 hours since, um, you know, I put her to sleep. But yeah, I mean, it all just goes hand in hand with this episode. Just reflecting on the growth that I've had, how it changed, how I made the decision to put her to sleep, how I'm dealing with the grief afterwards, and how I would have dealt with this in the past is just so different. So yeah. I know it's a little convoluted, but you know, it's still pretty fresh. So I have a lot of thoughts going through my mind, but I will kind of go into more detail about this at a later time because yeah. there's a lot of good growth points coming from it. So um, you know, I just have to process it more. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, 
we are always like we're always kind of going through the same the same things in different ways at all times I mean the universe kind of always runs us on the same path like that so it's weird even though we're I didn't actually experience a death um I'm still kind of grieving and you did and it was a pet but it's still grieving like it's so it's different we're just in the same it's a lot of the same spot yeah Yeah, um and you know just trying to to carry on living our lives Mm -hmm. um so now that the sad news is out of the way um we are going to get on to the happy things from this year and end this on a happy note for both ourselves for our sanity for our sake for you well I think it was really a good this is actually in a literal sense, a self-help episode for us because because we are experiencing these heavy emotions, we need this episode. Yeah, we've done this in the past with our gratitude, with a gratitude episode, I believe. Um, right? Am I wrong? Yes. I think it was like the mood boosters or something. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah it was the mood. Okay, so it was real. This one we already had planned because it is something that we would like to do at the end of the year, but it is... Um, the timing of it all is, Yeah. you know... It's important. For a reason. So for, I just want to say before we start into this that I was looking into like the good news for the year and for the world and I didn't come up with much. But (laughs) what I did see was that the LA Times called 2021 the year of recovery and renewal. And I just thought that it was a perfect title for what the year was. I kind of think it embodied even like what Casey was saying, what everything like we we really got blown to bits and we were just, we're trying to recover. We're trying to get together. We're trying to fix ourselves, fix the world, fix everything we've already fucked up. Um, and I think that really kind of um, captures what the whole spirit of 2021 was. Well, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but mm. if you listen to our 2020 Diamonds from last year, um, I did say something. I'm basically like Nostradamus. You're you're a prophet. I am because cool. in that wild, episode, wild I really <laughs> felt in my bones that this next year, you know, obviously we we discussed at length how we're not naive to the fact that 2021 was not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But I did have a feeling back then that I was like, this is actually we needed 2020. We needed yeah. the destruction, unfortunately, in order to rebuild in a better way so I think that we all kind of felt it deep down mm-hmm. and that's probably it's it is a good representation and a good um just all-inclusive statement to sum up the year because that is exactly what it was I don't even look back even though 2021 went by very quickly I still when I was reflecting on the year I was like there was actually a lot of great moments that came from it I mean for myself for people around me and for everything that we've talked about with our relationships and everything it was it was very refreshing. So can we go through um, kind of like chronologically in some in some highlights? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't really remember the first half of the year. Um, I do. Okay. So I'm going to say a highlight. First thing was for us as a podcast was that we interviewed That's a Retrograde. That was off mm-hmm. the bat. That's how we started the new year. Very exciting. Could I say we started off with an insurrection? Yeah, but I won't. That's not where I. That's not where I started. You know. Um, so we started off with that, and then we got a new president, and that was very exciting. Um, and then after that, things do get a little fuzzy. But we did start off with a high right there. Um, oh, you know what? No, we didn't start off. I forgot. We interviewed Jess Baumgartner first, and then we interviewed um, the girls from That's Retrograde. I felt like we really started connecting with at that time of the year in the beginning of 2021, getting into a groove with both like 
what we wanted to do and that we wanted this not we always knew that we wanted the podcast to be a um a community and a space for people who felt alone but I think we really started to find our voice in what what we wanted to talk about really and like what we felt was important and also not I think at that time is when it started to transition into the podcast started to help us even though we might not have realized it at that time if you look back at the episodes that we were doing it was definitely kind of steering us into growth and kind of being like you know I was thinking that maybe we should explore this and honestly like we just I feel like this year in terms of the podcast highlights I'll wrap up with that I feel like we just we got to we manifested the people that we wanted to speak to we got to connect with some other people that we didn't even didn't even see coming that just kind of appeared and said yes and I'm so grateful because they're just amazing and I feel like we, I just think that we really like hit our stride. Like I really, I'm really proud of how much growth we've had in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any other highlights I'm trying to think for the podcast that you wanted to bring up that we did not discuss? I don't know. I feel like I kind of, I kind of touched on them in the year in our like anniversary episode. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, overall, it's obviously been like a really important tool for both of us you know, kind of in a, inadvertently, we mm-hmm. didn't really foresee that. But I had like a few diamonds that were just things that happened this year mm-hmm. that were exciting and new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, the first half of the year for me was a little bit blurry just in terms of like what even happened. I, I do know that, you know, a lot of things were, I think, getting set up to happen in my spiritual path, if that makes any sense. I think it was a lot of preparation for what was to come in the second half of the year because... I ended up leaving a job that I had been at for a good number of years that I put, you know, my entire self into and I ended up leaving that, which was a very monumental relationship for me Um, and everything that transpired afterwards at my new job and et cetera, et cetera. And then just on a personal level, you know, I went to Colorado. I finally Mm -hmm. fulfilled that dream of mine to go on a trip just out west to be in nature by myself I did that and um you know got what I needed out of it we went to Alanis Morissette that was like really it was more cathartic not in just the nostalgic way but it was like hearing the songs as an adult and I know that we talked about this briefly already but it was so important to listen to those songs now after having been through everything that we've been through in relationships and learning about ourselves so listening to her album from like 20 years ago it was just very moving for me in a way that I did not see coming Mm -hmm. Um, and then you know all the events that happened that we talked about seeing seven and how that I think was the setup for my recent revelation that I've had and I shared about being in a relationship and what that means to me Um, and then overall just strengthening the relationships that I have currently with my friends and my family Um, this was the year the first year that I really I felt very established in who I wanted to have in my life and just how much I gain from having those relationships. It was the first year of, you know, no toxic friendships. I was single the entire year. Mm -hmm. I didn't compromise any of the boundaries that I'd made for myself in terms of dating or meeting men and like trying to find a relationship. I didn't waver on any of that. So I think that in and of itself was a major growth point for me because in the past, I've tried to set these boundaries with myself or, um, 
you know, feel very motivated to do things differently. And then I would just fall right back into the trap, like shortly thereafter. So this year I really did what I set out to do. Um, So, you know, there's a lot of things that go along with that. But I just, it feels like a very good renewing year for me. So next year, watch out. Well, I also think that this year was a year where you and I both did a lot of things that we have been saying that we wanted to do for years and years and years. Like for you, like you said, your trip, um, you know, realizing what you actually do want in, in a relationship, believing your work, all of those things. Uh, for me, it was, even though I technically started school at the end of 2020, uh, this was my first full year of school hellish fucking hellish but something that I had talked about like not wanting to do but always there was a big question mark on what I was going to do forever um obviously that and then same thing I bought a house um that's something that I had been talking about forever and ever um I definitely gave up some bad habits and started going to therapy and those were some things that I have some other highlights too but those were things that I feel like we had talked about for a long wanting to do for a very oh and I went to Lake Tahoe which is something I've been talking about wanting to do for a really long time too so I think those things were it felt like this year and even honestly kind of the stuff with my family and the stuff with your family those are things that you wanted to get close to your family I was constantly debating whether I should try to get close to my family or just move on um and I feel like this was the year of realize not realizing stuff the year of of taking action the year of doing it like this was um, it it had to happen this year for me it feels more of like kind of tying up loose ends in a way or starting to tie up loose ends you know I think with the ending of so many of my relationships including the recent loss of my pet of my cat boots R.I.P. I have all these things that have kind of been like left open in you know all of my life and like old feelings and old ways of doing things and this past year I really just kind of felt like I was like starting to kind of tidy them up maybe not tie them up to close them off completely but just like organize them I feel like much more just in control of my actions and what I want to do and what I'm willing to let in my life you know it just feels like I have much more control knowing that I don't have control over the outcome but more of just my decision you know these are my choices i can actually make them consciously and the way that i want them to be um that's really i feel like a major theme of 2021 is just tidying up the mess you know we like we had the destruction and now we gotta kind of sift through everything and it's a good feeling like i mean i'm also somebody that just gets pleasure out of feeling organized you know that's that is just part of my personality i think it's it depends on it's different like I feel like it was opening doors for me this year was all about new things like Mm -hmm. new doing new things differently and getting rid of things and making space for new things and not I would say yes in some senses like with my family and stuff there's an ending but mostly I would say we're beginnings Mm -hmm. I would say we're most of them are are new things or um new ideas or whatever and I think that it's whatever it's both yeah we're both closing and opening things Mm -hmm. well yeah and I think no matter how that presents itself for you it this year was definitely an action year 
whether you feel like you're moving forward, closing things behind you, looking ahead, either or both or whatever. Um, I think that it was one of those years that although there might not have been a lot of like sparkly, cool, fun things that happened this year for a lot of people, it felt like kind of a year of tough work and like we said, gritty work and stuff. And I, and I think that I think we did it. You know, I feel like everyone was really soft going into 2020. Everyone was like, oh, what are we going to do? And this year everyone was like, no, you know what? It's been 18 months of this shit. It feels like we're now at a point where it's like we are all a little tired, but also kind of with being tired comes like some some peacefulness. You know, it's also like well, we're done. A little bit of a we're break. done with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it, it shed light on a lot of things that maybe were kind of internally making us feel very just like – stuck mm-hmm. and frustrated and I think I think for this year it was really good to kind of again just organize and plan for the future now like that's just kind of what it feels like I don't feel doom and gloom but I also don't feel toxic positivity and you know naive optimism I I really just kind of feel ready to take on this next stage of life whatever that is not just for me but what that means for the world and constantly just navigating every single day with a much more conscious mindset and you know being more aware of my communication and knowing all of these things that we've worked so hard on like how we present ourselves how we present ourselves authentically how we communicate in a way that's effective like all of those things we've talked about and kind of dabbled with and now it's like I'm ready to really implement them and like I just feel like put me in coach I'm ready you know I'm ready to explore relationships with people and look at these dark sides of myself and my subconscious you know like looking at all these old wounds it's just I feel very motivated and very driven right now to just have a good fucking life you know make everything that's in front of me the best that I can and just in a way that's going to make me feel fulfilled you know, like I don't want to have anything left on my side of the street. Like I'm ready to be accountable, own up to my mistakes, whatever. It's just, it's a brand new, it's a brand new day, a new mm-hmm. day, a new dawn. That's that's how I feel. Yeah, <laughs> I don't feel that way. Okay, um, I feel very chill. Uh, that's good too. Like I peaceful. That's I good think too. that the, it, the thing is, what's important to notice is that. The way that you and I are feeling is very opposite to how we've both felt in years past. I am somebody who's always has a New Year's resolution. I'm ready to lose weight. I'm ready to start working out at 4 a.m. I have a plan. I have all these things I want to do. I want to motivate everybody else. I, and this year, I don't, I am like, you know what? Just survive. Just, just do it. Even if it's not perfect, even if it's not great, even if it's not whatever, just Mm -hmm. I think, and part of that is being on, is is my anxiety medication 110%, like helping me to feel that way um, and just feel, and especially right now, because you know, like I'm on winter break from school, so I'm really in a headspace of like very chilled right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel very much like in the Santa Claus when he's, you know, at the work meeting <clears throat> and he orders like seven courses and eats the fudge or whatever, and it's just like contently eating not noticing that anyone is waiting on him that and especially because like, I'm kind of wearing that same outfit that he's wearing um Actually, right I now am. yeah we're I'm, both I'm yeah a grout fit, and I think he's wearing a grout fit. um so I just that's kind of my embodiment not to say that I don't want well, hey, to like listen, get things done no but. listen I think that these two things can live 
yeah together they can yeah. they can both be true for one person you can feel both motivated and also peaceful because yeah I also feel a sense of peace in my life too but I also still have that ambition to like really want to make my life the best that it can be and I think that they can live simultaneously together in the same person and the other thing is that like it's different because you know you can be motivated to do the, the resolutions we've talked about the workout plan the whatever it's always it's always superficial things like that mm-hmm. but the difference is is that now we can still have that ambition and that drive the same way that you would with a resolution but we know better now like we manage our expectations better we can be motivated but know that i'm not going to just try to get from a to z without going through all of the steps do you know what i mean right. like you can have the ambition but now we are much more aware that we are going to not put this thing up on a pedestal and if we don't achieve perfectionism then it's all ruined it's like we're learning to enjoy the journey to get there and yeah, that's and the why acceptance feels, of it all yeah. right and that's just why this year feels different than when we've felt motivated in the past so yeah and i feel i do feel I know that, so a couple episodes ago, who knows when, I said that I, you know, when do you know if you're an adult? You know, like, how how, how will I know, as Whitney says. Mm-hmm. And I feel like lately I'm feeling, again, maybe it's meds. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's medication. Maybe it's medication. <laughs> but I feel... Like, I'm, I feel like more of an adult. Like, I feel like I'm, and maybe part of that is this whole situation with my family and stuff is that I'm, I am kind of going out on my own as, you know, uh, I'm making my own thing or whatever, mm-hmm. the fuck, forging a road or whatever. Um, but I feel that, and I feel like 2022, like, I'm heading into a year where I feel, I, I th- feel like in years past, like, I was always like, mm, we're old and I'm boring now. And, like, what are we going to do? And this year, like, I feel really excited that we're having literally, like, six of us and a baby, a friend's baby, at our house, you know, like, to do, to hang out, like, for New Year's. I, I'm, I, the idea of making a charcuterie and hanging out is exciting to me. I'm excited to finally be at an age where I'm like, no, this is good, like, this is more fun, (laughs) this is more enjoyable, and to find kind of like the peace in the adulthood and not so much the mourning for being young and fun. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just another way to lean into just your authenticity and what you truly enjoy doing, you know? Like, maybe people our age are still trying to go out and find a rager of a party and get shit-faced. Yeah, sure. And that's their prerogative, but, you know, it's all about just doing what feels best for you and also it's just an added bonus when we have really good friends that also enjoy the same things so it's and that's really where the building of the friendships comes it's not like for the quantity it's for the quality you Mm -hmm. know it's very much that so you know yeah we're not going to have a shit ton of people here obviously for covid reasons but also just because it feels better to just be in a small group of really good people than a large party of a bunch of fucking assholes that yeah, you have obviously. to, you know, worry about spilling a drink on you or something. Seriously. Um, all right, so let's talk about some world diamonds. So mine are, the ones I have pulled up are from USA Today, and they are, like, just some happy things. They're stupid. So I'm just going to touch on some, like, random, no, I shouldn't say stupid, pop culture-y you know, lighthearted things. And then I know you have some that are like more important world, um, actual like achievements that have happened over 2021. 
So Adele put out her newest album, and if you've listened, it is important to Christy. It's important to me too, but it's very important to Christy. So obviously, where would we be without that? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Taylor Swift did put out her 10-minute version of All Too Well. Did we need that? I don't know. I know that that wasn't a good, that wasn't a diamond for Jake Gyllenhaal, but whatever. Uh, Beyonce set the new Grammys record for most wins by a female artist. I did watch that, and I was thrilled. Let's see, is there anything else? Oh, Lil Nas X. What a year of Lil Nas X. Stunning. Like, love everything. Love everything he does. Love everything about him. Love everything he represents. I just, (laughs) what? Love it. (laughs) Truly loves it. Loves it. Uh, oh, Amanda Gorman. I was actually thinking about that. So she is, if you're not in the U.S. especially, she gave a, um, she read a poem that she wrote at the inauguration and it was just an amazing poem. And she then went on to kind of become like a phenomenon in, in the U.S. and around the world. And she's just so stunning and smart and like radiant and just, she's just a superstar that I feel like I'm watching somebody who's now going to be a very important like Oprah like I feel like it's the first year that Oprah was around where you're like I think you might be something um that's how I feel about her um oh Dolly Parton just like everything and that's honestly kind of a diamond for me is I've always liked Dolly Parton but this year I really embraced her and like did a deep dive on her and now I just, I think the love I used to have for Elvis, I still love Elvis, don't get me wrong, but she's kind of fulfilled that spot for me because Elvis is problematic. Right. And I fell in love with Elvis before I knew that. So now as an adult and a formed woman, I gotta, I gotta go towards the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see, Demi Lovato, I mean, I would not call anything about her a diamond for Listen, the year. I did watch her documentary, which I think was extremely important, don't get yes. me wrong. Yes. Um, her behavior afterwards has been <laughs> questionable. Um notwithstanding, I don't know if I'm using that term correctly, but I did just hear that she serenaded a ghost and thinks that she got a standing ovation from said ghost. So, you know, I think that her story is important 100%. Yes, yes. We cannot discredit the amount of shit she has been through, but, you know, I could do without the ghost serenades. Yeah, the fact that she has a ghost show and stuff is now, I mean, she's and just using really... the term alien is derogatory or something. Oh, right, I'm just, right, you right. know, Demi, um, okay, all right, that's all I have to say. <laughs> that was too much. Uh, Viola Davis made Oscar history as the most nominated black actress of all time. Uh, let's see if there's anything else here. Oh, RuPaul Charles also sashayed into the Emmy's history, becoming the most awarded black artist with 11 wins for RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm trying to see if there's anything else here that's worth actually bringing up on this list. Uh, anything like in pop culture? Because honestly, yes, did J-Lo and Ben Affleck get back together? Is that a diamond? No. In my opinion, no. Yeah, I don't, listen, unpopular opinion, I guess, but I just don't really care. <laughs> I mean, I don't like him. I don't really I never know. did. Yeah, I don't know a lot of people that do, but I just, listen, good for them. I just truly don't care. Oh, Diamond, Kim and Kanye got divorced. Diamond. Oh. Megan Thee Stallion graduated college stunner trying to think of like anything else we watched or did i did just we both just watched don't look up i think that's a good movie to end the year on like i know it's seen i don't want to give anything away it's portrayed as a downer and listen it kind of is but i think it can kind of leave you feeling grateful and well mostly grateful depending on if you're a receptive person or not right we were saying before like if you watch the movie you're either going to get the joke or you're not so yeah keep that in mind yeah, and other than that, I mean, oh, Britney Spears was freed. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge. And another thing that we talked about for years that, you know, we were waiting on Paris Hilton got married. Uh, 
Billie Eilish did everything. That was great. And the new sec, and just like that premiered. Mm-hmm. Major, major influence on us now. Pete Davidson is dating Kim Kardashian. What a year. What a year. So those are the pop culture moments that I, that, listen, there were more listed on here. I don't, I don't believe them to be diamonds. I think those are the main things. Well, it's a list of like a hundred. So Seriously. they really had to just, uh, how long could we go grasp, on? You know? Yeah. Um, all right. So what are some well, on your list so that are in more important news? Um, <laughs> depending on what you consider important. True. Um, so I just have a few noted here. I did take them from a website that I did not save, but I think it was something along the lines of like positivenews.com or something. That sounds right. I'm sorry. I just like, I'm not a good researcher and I, I, I didn't cite it, but, um, so a few diamonds that I have were alternative therapies are really showing some promise in the future, which I think is great because for a long time, I know myself, I really only knew about talking therapy. And while that is still a very important tool, I do think that there are so many other modalities out there that are so different and unique and really tap into one's creativity or their subconscious in ways that is more than just Mm-hmm. talking um so for instance mushrooms dmt um, meditating has really had a moment especially after the years we've had recently art therapy um so i think it's really important to just be exposed to the alternative therapies because talking therapy may not be for everybody and you never really know what you can find in these other ones so yeah this next one is it's a general diamond so we have seen some slow progression in the country we are, I mean, around the world, not just our country, around the world, there have been um, some major growth points. I think as a whole, it can be hard to really feel that because I know for myself, when I think about the news, I'm like, actually, we're moving backwards. And in some ways we are. But what's important today is the things that are moving forward. So for instance, we have strengthened some LGBTQ rights. For instance, Switzerland finally said yes to same-sex marriage. Canada passed a bill to ban conversion therapy. Bravo, Canada. Botswana upheld a ruling uh, decriminalizing homosexuality. Um, so that's just a few examples of that. Um, for indigenous groups, you know, we, we pray for you all the time. But um, a couple good important points for them were that, okay, so Australia has finally pledged to pay reparations to indigenous Australian, Australians. <laughs> who had, we're moving past it, who have been forcibly removed from their parents as children. Um, Well, yeah. Like, here's the thing is, I know that these are all diamonds, and I agree with you, and they are, but I just want to say for the listener who's, like, rolling their eyes and is like, these should not just be happening. We are in agreement, but they did just happen, so they are still diamonds. Oh, okay. So here's here's another good point, is that um, in other places, indigenous politicians rose to prominent leadership roles, um, which is, let's see, Deb... I don't want to butcher this last name, Holland, it's H-A-A-L-A-N-D, became the first indigenous U.S. cabinet secretary. Mm-hmm, I remember that. Canada appointed the uh, its first indigenous governor general, and so did New Zealand. So bravo for uh, New Zealand and Canada, again. Yeah. Um, all right, and then there was also some more female representation in politics as well. We do need, I mean, we need smart women up there. Let's just be specific. Yeah. Um, female politicians were chosen to lead Honduras, Samoa, Sweden, Tanzania um, for the first time in 2021. So. And I mean, in my opinion, uh, you know, Derek Chauvin was found guilty of murder and that was a diamond. Uh, 
There have been some cops that have actually been held accountable in the U.S. for shooting specifically people of color and killing them. But um, there's also, I mean, granted, that's not to say that there's a lot of people that did not get justice. But I think that it's important to bring up that that was a major, that was a huge deal that never happens here. So I think that, like we said, you know, those are they small? Yes. Are they way overdue? Yes. But there are some things that are happening. And there was a lot of progress. This year was hard, I think, for a lot of people. But we we made it. We did it. We got through another year. And I encourage everyone to take a look back at their year and try to think of, uh, you know, what, what things that you're grateful for, or what things that you achieved or finally did or you're happy about or anything you can celebrate for the year, honestly. We're going to be announcing our giveaway with Casey. We have some exciting guests coming up too. So more of that will be announced um, in the first week of January on our Instagram. So make sure you go follow us at We Don't Know Her Pod on Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, send us an email at We Don't Know Her Pod at gmail.com. And you can rate, subscribe, and review on iTunes. You can also follow us and rate us on and subscribe on Spotify. All right. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.